Hello there! Welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Brady. My name is Will. And this is a podcast called Beyond the Ball, where we endeavor to read the entire in-game Pokedex one Pokemon at a time. Welcome back to 182 episode of Beyond the Ball. <laughs> as, as, as I often refer to them. <laughs> as we always call it. Listen, I'm, um, I'm... It's, it's hard to it's hard to think straight. I'm, I'm getting older. Uh, mm. I, it's uh I don't know. I'm, I'm 182 episodes old. Yeah, exactly, exactly. 182 episodes of Beyond the Ball old is how old mm-hmm. uh, everyone will be once this episode is out. <laughs> and it'll be so popular that that is how people will will start measuring their age. Um, in which case everyone will be the same age. Uh, so maybe hmm. a bad uh intro for this podcast it's a brave new world um how are how are you doing will uh you you staying warm you you got a nice long sleeve shirt you you got cars that can't heat up my car heats up fine Mm -hmm. my partner's car however does Uh, not heat up (laughs) yes yes Um, it in fact does not heat up well no it has seat heaters seat heaters Okay, but they, so they don't she's got, quite reach, she's got they a blanket reach the that she keeps in there. Yeah, it doesn't reach the windshield. So you can't de-ice the windshield with it, but you can keep your butts warm. Can you can you, you can... raise the seat really high up? <laughs> 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 like almost like, you know, uh, just shy of detaching for an ejector seat button, but mm. just like, you know, all mm-hmm. all the way up to the windshield. I just don't think they, they radiate enough, you know? Yeah. They, it's it's too fair. limited. That's fair. I've never been a fan of, of seat warmers. That's... I, I feel like my butt's doing plenty of work there already. Like I don't, I don't need the I don't need the help. Uh, I will say I appreciate it in a car that produces no other heat. That's that's in, a, that's a, that the, is a fair point, I suppose. In the frigid cold. Yeah. Gosh. Well, here we are. My birthday was last uh, a couple days ago, actually. Recorded. Happy um, birthday to you. And I've I can uh, I've got some some big news um, that I <gasps> that I can reveal. It finally yes. happened. Um, <gasps> What everyone has been waiting for. I watched the Mummy. Oh my lord! <laughs> did you watch it on your birthday? I did. Wait, really? I did. Oh, yeah. A birthday gift from you to to me. Yeah, kind of. And, had you uh, really never seen the Mummy before? I'm sure I've we never had this seen conversation it. on the podcast. We've talked. But I'm just like yeah, flabbergasted by it. It's uh, it's great because you know every every time you know. Will and I would would like be out at dinner like with friends and stuff, and mm. I would uh, I would come up and I would let everyone know I was like oh by the way like I'm I'm bisexual, and then every time that I would say that Will would have to chime in it's like oh but they haven't seen the mummy and <laughs> and now now you can't do that anymore <laughs> it's it's happened I finally had my bisexual awakening I saw the mummy okay. yeah right no it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't real it didn't count right they did they, I didn't, like, they didn't give me oh, my license Rachel Weiss oh but also. Yeah. What's going on with this magi dude who's defending the mummy? <laughs> right, he's, he's got some some face tattoos. Yeah, okay. Yeah, um, listen, I was team mummy from the beginning of that movie. They yeah. Emo Tip did nothing wrong. Yeah, I, think. Um, I mean, yeah, he. You ever meet a man who was down so bad that they had to bust out <laughs> the most excruciating torture, even though. It's the torture that gives you superpowers if they it wake you up. It literally turns you into a superhuman. Why would you do that? <laughs> what a terrible idea. 
He's like, you smudged my wife's paint, and now I'm going to release a scourge upon the earth. It's like, I could just, like, you know, kill you and torture you mildly, but mm. th the most excruciating torture, the trade-off is that we have to give you superpowers if you get returned from the if dead. If you should ever awaken. But it's worth it uh, to make you suffer for... Just to make you suffer a little, all that little bit more. Yeah. Just so you can get eaten by beetles for a thousand, thousand years. Yeah, exactly. Um... um you would think that they would know better that, like, don't touch her on the shoulder, bro. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Hey, great. She's covered in body paint. Great. Yeah. Great uh, method for the Pharaoh. Uh, just just have everyone head to toe gold body paint all the time. So you can mm. always tell if anyone's touching anyone else. And also it's glamorous as hell. So, yeah, know. looks great. Seems like he had a pr some pretty cool vibes going on in his ancient kingdom. Yeah. No, Except I for all the torture and curses and such. Yeah, um, it's great. It's um, it's fun, you know. The the guts, the glory, the romance, mm. the mm -hmm. racism it was a great movie. Mm -hmm. um, yep. Uh, but we'll we'll talk about that more, um, probably outside of the podcast. <laughs> but but now it's in our in our repertoire of, of references, along with with Dune and and whatever else we talk about that's it those Dune. are the only two <laughs> the mummy and doom a lot of sand, sand movies only yeah. on beyond the ball um big fan of the the mouth stretching effects in mm. the, the cutting edge them. technology they in, really in love them it's great no the actual thing that i think people have probably been waiting for um is that i got pokemon scarlet for my birthday finally hey uh, so i finally finally started playing that um I've got two, well, three badges, I guess. I've, 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 I've beaten two gym leaders, and I've uh, encountered one Titan Pokemon. Mm. Arvin is the dude who wants you to hunt Titan Pokemon with you. And after I did the first one, he's like, here, I'll give you a badge for beating this Titan badge, or this Titan Pokemon, too. I made them myself just for this, just for this project that Why I, would I hoped want you this? would do with me. I mean, it's sweet and all, but like, <laughs> it's like you made no your one, you made no your one's own gonna recognize this. It's kind of adorable, but cool. Not gonna not gonna make my Pokemon obey me, so you can hold on to it. <laughs> um, but no, it's uh, it's good. Uh, turns out, I mean, it's bad, but it's also good. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's certainly Speak on that. <laughs> certainly the best Pokemon, certainly the best main series Pokemon game. Uh, that we've probably ever had, like mechanically speaking, and maybe even like story-wise. A lot of people have been hyping up the story, but I'm only a little bit into it, so I can't can't speak on it too much. But uh, all the characters are really cool. Um, I, I I like that they recognize their strength with the previous games, and like, oh, people really like our character designs and work, and and like all the gym leaders and stuff. And it's like the gym leaders especially. So what if we have our gym leaders and then what if we also did uh, a bunch of professors at your school that are also kind of like gym leaders and, and unique mm. and then what if all of these you know team rocket bosses who are in team star were also their kind of gym leader and like and also so there's there's just like plenty of room for them to make all these cool characters um which is which is a really cool point but also the game just looks bad like it's the worst mm. uh like looking and like functional like game in the series I, I i think like it's just it's the the ambitiousness of having like pretty much the entirety of the game be all 
one open world like yeah you don't even like like the towns like it's it's like if every it's like if the whole place was just the wild area from sword and shield basically like huh. there's a few buildings you can go into like a few also not like there's a lot of the shops you just like go talk to the, the front window and, and buy what you get from there instead of like oh, going in and looking around which is a little weird but like even like the poke centers are all outside and you just like ride up right to the right to the counter and i feel like that's cool and there's there's pokemon everywhere there's no wild and random encounters except for the pokemon you randomly trip over when you're biking around on your <laughs> pokemon because they're they're pretty small like they it feels like they tried to make all the pokemon like a little more actual size um yeah so a lot of them are pretty small and uh hard to spot so sometimes just... when you're Riding Literally around, stumble, stumble over them. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Just, just performance-wise, just very bad. Like I, just the frame rate is consistently bad. Like I don't mind like the frame rate like dropping for characters in the distance, which happens. Like a lot of people pointed out how how low it gets for that, but like I don't really mind that. That was a thing in Arceus too, and that's fine. But like it's just a consistent overall. Like even inside buildings, like where, huh there's just like too many models or something. It just drops and I, I wish it didn't, uh, but it doesn't really stop me from getting the urge to play and explore and, and do all that. Sure. Like it's it's, it's got, not like, it's got that Skyrim ad itch down pretty well. It's like, Oh, I can just keep wandering around. It's like, Oh, there's a Pokemon I haven't seen yet. I'll go catch that. Like, Oh, there's a, there's a Pokeball on the ground over there. Yeah. Like, it's like, Oh, there's a group of like five hop it. Like I'll, I'll just have my, fire type go auto battle them real quick and get a bunch of xp <laughs> like it's uh it's fun yeah like the, the pokeballs on the ground like wait they... so you can just send your pokemon off to auto battle stuff yep um i can i can send it out to like follow me around um which most of them can't keep up with you because they're, they're just too slow but i don't really understand why they didn't just make them faster like let, let my yeah, pokemon keep odd. up with me like because you all out distances eventually and we'll just go back in the ball and it's like okay but just, just stay out like just just pick up the pace buddy <laughs> but and i know they can do it because there's a gym challenge where you have to find a bunch of sunflora and they follow you back to an area and they they're going like they haul yeah they they absolutely so um a little bummed there but i did evolve one of my pokemon i got i got a lechonk that evolved into <gasps> The bigger Lechonk, I can't remember what it's called. Her name Lechonk. is Jasmine, so I don't I don't know what it evolved into. It was great. They kept some of the the size differences in Pokemon, uh, not to the same degree in, in in Arceus, obviously, but like in the first little route, there was a bunch of Lechonks, and like that's the first Pokemon you catch. It's like the the tutorial catch one. Yeah. But then I was like, wait. That Lechonk over there is def like noticeably bigger than all the other Lechonks around. I'm gonna catch that one instead. That's the Lechonkiest. And that's that's Jasmine, and it ev ev evolved into Oinkalone. I don't have a these these Pokemon aren't in the Essential Handbook yet, so I can't confirm. But mm. yeah, it's Oink, O L O G N E. So like Cologne, I think is what they're going for. Mm -hmm. um, but. Anyway, it's it's a big now. It's, so it's like a big pig now. So it's kind of fun to have it follow me around, and it can actually keep up with me pretty well. So that's that's fun. Yeah, the I, uh, Pokemon School. You can go to classes, which I've been doing, especially the biology class, because I, I that's I need to know the facts about Pokemon. Oh yeah, true. You know, that's what I'm interested in. And 
they're still torturing me. They're like, we don't really know where eggs come from. It seems like they stealthily placed them um, during during picnics. It's like, cool. What? And it's uh, you can't. Hold on, I gotta I gotta get ready. Like, yeah, we still haven't speech. caught them. Don't know. Don't know. They're very sneaky. <laughs> you would think that you could just point a camera at the Pokemon, and th- that would, you know, like you can keep them under surveillance. <laughs> Maybe it's just the fact that they are. It's a school that has a bunch of, you know, 10-year-olds and younger running around, and maybe they just don't want to really get into it. Oh, they're just they're just like, oh, yeah, we really don't know. They keep hiding but do, them. But don't just present this as, like, you know, biological. This is, a, this is biology Yeah, I'm in bio class, class right like, now. Like, you can't. you got to give me something. You can't talk to me about the stork when we're in bio- biology class. Um, I'm going to find... I've been taking ample screenshots, so I'm going to find uh, some of the lessons I was, I was learning... Yeah, he says, they're probably placed in the basket rather stealthily by the Pokemon at the picnic. It's like, <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. And then he says, this is, this is uh, Jacques, uh, the bio, bio professor. He says, Pokemon entrust us with their eggs because they believe in us. Wow. Um, so, uh, all Pokemon are uh, deadbeat parents, it turns out. <laughs> I trust you. It's fine. You'll take care of it, right? Um, anyway, I think that's, uh, I think that's my, my Scarlet Violet Scarlet minute. takes thus far. Yeah, thus far. I, I guess, um, uh, so, at least so far, I'm still aboard the Legends RCS as a better game train. Um, sure. And it's been especially frustrating going from playing that a lot to, to Scarlet because there's a lot of, uh, similar controls that are just in completely different spots. Uh, so I'm pressing a lot of the wrong buttons to open menus. And and, oh. and like in particular, the jump button on your, your Coridon is B, and jumping with your Y deer, weird deer in, in Arceus is, is Y. And those are like right next to each other, but just slightly different. And Y brings up the map, which is a whole... It's oh really gosh. everything is takes a little slow to like to load. So like every yep. menu popping up. Every time you hit the wrong button, you're like, uh. no, I just wanted to jump. Also, <sighs> the jumping is just cartoonishly uh, clunky and bad. Um, and they had the audacity to put little platformer pla- precision platformer challenges in the ground. It's like, oh, look at this Pokeball over there. If you jump, it's like I don't want to jump anywhere with this thing. I mean, I do, but it's it's horribly imprecise and and weird and quite Putting funny platformer looking challenges in your game it's like well people wanted to be able to jump and we gave them that ability so now we have to put platformer challenges in yeah. there yeah it's like, you it's, know it's fine it's wild it's uh it feels like it was done handled so much better in, in rcs with with the ride pokemon than that um but here i am i just unlocked the ability to to go faster but i still haven't figured out how to like climb walls and, and do water just yet, but we'll, we'll get there. Um, anyway, yeah, it's a it's a good game, but if you if you have to pick one, I, I think I still still recommend uh, RCS for the, for the time being. But I'm uh, I'm working through it and I'm getting getting all the, the new facts. I like the Pokédex has a has like a digital bookshelf. Every time you catch a Pokemon, it, it 
has a little digital like ebook cover like uh for 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 Klawitzer here in the in the bottom left um that's its little pokedex cover oh and it, go, okay. it like shows you the cover and then was. it puts it on the shelf um so that's and they're cool. all like they're all like in-game photos well at least the models are i don't know about some of these backgrounds i guess they probably are but neat yeah um so those look really cool yeah i'm just just working on that pokedex it's got a little little like every 10 pokemon you get you get like a little reward um which they've always had kind of like pokedex tier rewards in the games but like having them be like in the pokedex is like all right like catch 10 more and you'll get this reward and like this yeah as opposed to like oh yeah i found the guy who will give me the item finder because i caught 40 pokemon or whatever exactly yeah so that that's that's fun for me um anyway Pokemon, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. It, it, it's happened. I did it. Um, I'm sure no one's looking for takes anymore, but here they are. <laughs> yeah, a month late. They're um, looking for your takes, Brandon. That's yeah. That's what I. That's what I hope. I guess uh, when I, you know, anyone who who has the audacity to host a podcast probably hopes that that people want to hear their takes. <laughs> I think. Um. But we have taken too much of your time talking about other things. We we've got we've got real work to do. Will we did we did Clauncher last episode. Remember Clauncher? I sure do. It uh, it it, it was a pistol shrimp. That was it was, that was a it. real life pistol shrimp. Uh, uh, it could shatter rocks at close range. It sniped birds out of the air. Delicious meat. It had delicious claw meat. To, to, to some that people. just kind of fell off every now and again. Don't worry about it. We're not harvesting it. It just falls it's off fine. like fruit from a tree. This is this is a thing in Scarlet and Violet. Pokemon just drop uh, like fur or claws or just like items. And the description on all of them is like you know, an item used for making t- TMs uh, accidentally dropped by a Pokemon. It's like it's like no, I I beat up that that slowpoke and that's why its claw fell off and that's why I picked it up and got it. But it okay. accidentally dropped it. Yeah, okay. it's fine. When you were when you were wailing on it. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's that's something I've I've been thinking about. When but, you yeah. punched me in the mouth, I accidentally <laughs> dropped one of my teeth. Whoopsie. <laughs> there goes another one. Uh. But you know, we're not we're not harvesting. We're not we're not we're not gambling on these fights. That's we're not just, doing a lot of things. That's in just Pokemon my that's just my that prize it money. Might seem we are doing. We're yeah. not. Don't worry about it. Pokemon aren't reproducing. They're just they're just uh, they're just hiding eggs. In they're just conjuring eggs into existence and hiding them and giving them to you because they believe in you. Yeah, not because they don't want to raise their child and they're <laughs> ditching it on you like a yeah. dumpster baby. God. Uh, anyway, <laughs> this is this is gonna we're gonna get dragged back into Scarlet and Violet a lot as I as I keep playing through it. So, so buckle up for the next uh, like. 50 episodes um yeah that that was clauncher the water gun pokemon it evolves into a new pokemon that we're going to be talking about today whose name is clawitzer not clawitzer even though it's spelled that way it's clawitzer they 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 want to they want to have their cake and eat it too with this portmanteau basically Mm -hmm. it's 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 uh they want I mean, to we'll, use claw, but not pronounce it like claw. Yeah, exactly. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll get to the name in, in just a, a minute. We've got number 693. It's the Howitzer Pokemon, which is 
not hiding it. Kind of, kind of wild um, mm-hmm. for a species, but sure. Um, like, I don't know, like uh, a howitzer. It's it's a it's a it's, it's a, a it's like a cannon. Artillery, yeah. Yeah, it's a as a, as Wikipedia said, a powerful ranged ranged weapon that that falls between a cannon and a mortar. So it's like a very specific type of artillery weapon. Um, although it kind of varies, there's like gun howitzers and howitzer like cannon styles. So there's, there's there's some there's some stuff going on there that you can read Wikipedia if you are actually curious about. But it's 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 just such a specific thing to ascribe to a Pokemon. It's like calling up someone like the Kleenex Pokemon or, or something like that. Like, <laughs> the Band Aid Pokemon. It's like that's like that's a real human made like objects uh but but okay um you, this, this, they always have fun with the species you can you can do whatever you want there i guess um i guess maybe it's got this similar range as a howitzer in yeah maybe it has similar range and power which oof, yeah probably that's probably yeah. what we're gonna find out yeah um also uh in just my my cursory research of of howitzers i, I realized that it's a, a designation that is still being used today in like in like the ukraine russian conflict like they're using there howitzers. Are howitzers at play yeah so huh. which i'm just trying to remember like it was like maybe like 25 miles range on them holy cow um for the the ones that like ukraine was using but something like that you know like miles and miles um so kind of kind of nuts to think about anyway um Clowitzer, the Howitzer Pokemon, is four foot three inches. I'm gonna say lengthwise on this one, probably. Um, tip of the gun to tail, probably, and seventy-seven point eight pounds on average. Um, also, presumably, from from the claw, primarily uh, the the big one that is. It's, uh, yeah, the big claw. Can we just say it's significantly larger than the rest of the entire rest of the pokemon yeah it takes up at least two-thirds of the entire body i think it's almost got like a face on it um yeah it looks like a second head yeah it looks like a like a swordfish almost with like these this kind of like clawed mouth and these little bumps where eyes would be that have this these kind of an antenna trellis like kind of flowing out of it that are yellow um it's all it's all blue with these black stripes and yellow bottom the face of, of clowitzer has kind of a uh, almost like a ski mask uh <laughs> black mm. band across its eyes um mm-hmm. and yeah still still doing the, the the black kind of stripe rings around it it's got a definitely a more intense look to it although to be fair, uh, Clauncher had a pretty, you know, it, it had, had the angry eyebrows and yeah. <laughs> going already. And yeah, it's uh, it's a little more curved, I guess, as, as far as shrimp go. Um, and it's got these little, these three little bite spump, spumps, uh, which are spike bumps <laughs> on, <laughs> on like the back of its head, almost like a, like a little helmet. Um, and the back of the claw has this almost like. It looks like a like blinds or like like a vent um, mm-hmm. that could like could open up for like uh, exhaust from like a jet or something, and yeah, it's just a just a little little shrimp with a big gun. Yeah, um, as just they say. a shrimp attached to a claw. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's almost kind of reminds me of uh, of of Parasect, where it's like 
Yeah, mm. there's a bug under there, but like the mushroom is the Pokemon. Right, yeah. Um, but I don't think they have quite the same relationship uh, here. Yeah, we'll see um, if the entries say that the claw has a mind of its own and <laughs> has yeah. taken over the body of Clawitzer. Right. That'd be weird, though, because it doesn't seem like the the, the big claw gun would really need uh, the rest of Clawitzer for much, like like the mushroom needed Parasect to eat right. trees or whatever. Um, <laughs> anyway, let's uh, let's get into the to the name here. What is what is what does Clawitzer mean, Will? So, Clawitzer is combining claw and howitzer, which, as previously stated, a howitzer is a powerful ranged weapon somewhere between a cannon and a mortar. Um, yeah, they really just stuck those words together. They're, this is one yeah. of their more on-the-nose portmanteaus. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely hard to miss. It's kind of odd that, um, as, as we'll see, it's, it's the howitzer Pokemon, presumably throughout the different languages i don't know if like the species changes language to language but i don't know none of the other languages incorporate howitzer into their names so Hmm. not sure what's going on there well let's uh let's learn here we've got the japanese and korean name are the same this time and that's bluster or bluster uh maybe a combination of blow lobster and blaster and is also an anagram of lobster. So if you rearrange the letters in lobster, you can make bloster, which, <laughs> which is this guy. Yeah, not like not the, like a lobster, but with the blow gun blaster <laughs> with, the, with the blow blast cannon. You know, cannons they they blow stuff up by shooting, blasting cannonballs. Yeah, this is kind of a weird one. Uh, bloster. <laughs> It's, also, I love it's how, clearly like, not a lobster. I mean, I don't want to split hairs here, but yeah. it's a shrimp, not a lobster. Lobsters are, are shrimp? Like shrimp. Are lobsters... Are lobsters shrimp? <laughs> <laughs> they're a family of marine crustaceans, so I think they're their own family. Yeah. Uh, they're st- they're both crustaceans. They look very similar. That's fair. Lobsters are classified in the phylum Anthropoda which also includes uh, shrimp, crabs, barnacles, and insects. So they're clo- Very closely related. Very broadly, they are shrimp in the same way that bugs are also <laughs> shrimp. <laughs> exactly. And, and barnacles. Right. Um, what's that term? What's what's the term where every, everything is, is turning into, into crabs? Um, mm, uh, carcinization, I think. Yeah. Um, the trend of life to evolve toward crabs right so this is this is going backwards back toward our our true origins of we are all of crabs crab. um uh but yeah clowitzer i think is a pretty pretty fun portmanteau uh, and then bluster just kind of sounds goofy in yeah comparison, it is goofy. Which i think is it's, it's fun to ascribe to this very tough and cool-looking Pokemon that's going to shoot you with its <laughs> yeah, massive right. gun. It's got a big old cannon. It's Bloster. called Bloster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, love it. Uh, what else we got? The German name is Wummer, which is combining Wuma, which means handgun, and Homer, which means lobster. The it's handgun a lobster, lobster handgun. You're, you're about pistol shrimp? Well, <laughs> what about let me tell you. <laughs> my my Desert Eagle lobster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I, you you brought you brought a pistol shrimp to a to a handgun lobster fight. Sorry, <laughs> bud. You made a mistake. Yeah. Um, now, a handgun 
admittedly, it sounds a little more intimidating than pistol, sure, but also not nearly as intense as howitzer. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah. is not artillery we're talking about. A little this more a in point though. Gun. It is literally a handgun. Yeah, that's a good point. So okay, fair. <laughs> so there's that. There's that. But um, I will say also that this claw is. I mean, if we're saying that the four foot long, the claw <laughs> is longer end to end than the rest of the Pokemon. So. That claw is four feet long. That's bigger than any handgun I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, that's true. Um, but but it's not for human use. It's for Clawitzer use. Exactly. Not built for us. It's like uh, like Section Eight. <laughs> We're figuring out how to use the alien guns. Remember oh that yeah. Movie? Uh, District Nine. District Nine. What did I say? District Eight. You said Section Eight. Which Section Eight. I, yeah, I think is like something that can. That's a very different thing. I think that isn't that what that guy in Mash was trying to get. Yeah, that's probably why I'm so much more familiar with that term than District Nine. Because you've watched because Mash I've, a lot more than District Nine. Watched a lot of a lot of math. Uh, although there is a Section Eight movie uh, in in from 2022 that uh, oh. has a 4.1 out of 10 on IMDb. <laughs> so. Section eight is as a housing act thing. Anyway. Oh sure, Section Eight housing. Yeah, that sounds familiar. It's affordable it's, uh, housing, I think. Anyway, um, now I'm not. Now I'm not sure if it is the clinger thing. No, that it is okay. Yeah, clinger. You know, every every law and article presumably has a section eight at some point in there. So yeah, true. you know. Anyway, District Nine and Mash facts here at Beyond the Ball. <laughs> yeah, we've expanded. We've expanded our reference pool yeah. from The Mummy and Dune to include also Mash and District Nine. Yes, uh, you're welcome. Um, so that, that's uh, Vumer. Uh, what, what do we got from France? The French call this Pokemon Gamblast, mm. which is a combination of the word blast and gambas, which is a species of shrimp, apparently. Okay. You know, uh, went went to the went to the gym earlier today to really blast my gams. <laughs> <laughs> it's gam day at the gym. Yeah. Blasting my gams. I like I like gam blast. Gam blast. <laughs> um, which is uh yeah, it's a, it's a type of shrimp. Apparently, it tastes a little different from like normal shrimp. It's uh, like when you Google when, when you Google it, you'll, you're going to get like dishes and recipes. Mm, um, sure. Well, those French they love culinary stuff, you know. Yeah. It's their oh, whole jam. That, that's that's all of France in a nutshell for you. <laughs> yep, I've summed it up. Don't yeah, worry about a, learning anything else. It's uh, that's uh, that's it's French stereotypes are really playing into a lot of this Pokemon's evolution line. Oddly um, enough, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Gamblast, Gamblast. I'm not sure how uh, exactly you would say it in French, but Me it looks like it looks like Gamblast, and I think that's a pretty fun. Gamblast. <laughs> you get so blasted the in the Gam. You get blasted in the Gam. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what the? What's our last one here? Remember, yeah, remember uh, Iron Arms, uh, the Iron Arms uh, gun pistol shrimp. That was that was the the Chinese name for for Clauncher. What do we got now? Now we have Gong Pao Bixia, or uh, sorry, we're, this is Chinese. If that was not clear, uh, mm. Gong Pao Beha, which is combining Gong Pao, which means steel cannon, mm. B or Bay, which is arms. And long sha or long hua, which means lobster. So the steel cannon arms lobster. 
<laughs> it's not it's iron, steel. Yeah, it's up. It's it evolved. I will say they don't have a word that specifically means steel arms, unfortunately. No, I mean maybe they do, and they they opted for steel cannon here. Steel um, cannon arms, lobster. Yeah, which is uh, still pretty intimidating. Uh, yeah. You know what? I bet it is the appropriate amount of intimidating. We haven't gotten into the entries yet, but something tells me the gun that's larger than the Pokemon itself is probably going to be pretty powerful. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's on the Howitzer Pokemon. I'm going to say it seems likely. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's Clowitzer. Um, Eddie, I don't know any initial takes we we got on 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 Clowitzer. I think it's. Uh, a fun design, especially because the last one was just a pistol shrimp, and this is like, all right, but We've this is a Pokemon, moved. so what? What? What's a pistol shrimp on steroids look like? Right, you know? we're now well beyond the range of real life animals. Yeah, which is what we love to see here at Beyond the Ball. So, should be should be fun. Um, let's get to some entries after a quick break. All right, we are back, and we are going to read some Pokedex entries about Clowitzer. Uh, I didn't, I, I did watch Clowitzer's debut episode in the anime, but it, more, more, it mostly just showed up in a battle. Um, and Nothing to report. Yeah, and handled uh, some of Ash's Pokemon pretty, pretty well, actually. It, it felt well, but it wasn't, it was not a uh, Clowitzer centric episode because it didn't have main character plot armor no not at all but so yeah uh and i also spent a bunch of time talking about scarlet and uh the mummy so we're gonna (laughs) i don't think we need to spend any time in the anime corner today (laughs) um but yeah let's uh let's get right into our our first entry from 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 the uh, from the kalos region and the x and y games All right, so X-Version says, Their enormous claws launch cannonballs of water powerful enough to pierce tanker hulls. So, my first first initial thought was, cannonballs of water, that doesn't doesn't sound that, like, plausible. (laughs) But then... Real? But then you say, they're powerful enough to pierce a tanker hull, and, like, that's the exact, you know... Rain. That's sort of the 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 line for a cannonball. What designates a cannonball and, <laughs> right. and not? So like, all right, I guess I guess you can you can make water powerful enough to be a cannonball. It is an odd word to choose to describe it, though. To describe you know, like, a liquid, you know. Yeah, you would think they would say it can launch water out of its claw forcefully enough to pierce a tanker hole, but they specifically say that it's launching cannonballs of water right so and i wonder like, if what does that look like underwater like is it right just an intense like current thing right. but if it launches it out of the water maybe it is launching like a, a weird little spheroid mm. water ball right i mean also not a super like real thing but like they got fireballs you know and and all yeah. that stuff and that's not like a solid material um true no that's true Cannonballs of water cannon- is a very strange. That feels like they're just really trying to be like it's artillery. Do you understand? Yes, and uh, strange at first, but yeah, apt when you're talking about um, whether or not it can pierce the hole of a of a tanker. Which a tanker is an interesting. Now, when it, when you when you hear tanker, what does that make you think of? Oil 
uh, big big boat. Um, yeah, like I'm thinking like a container ship. You yeah, know? Wikipedia says an oil tanker, also known as a petroleum tanker, is a ship designed for the bulk transport of oil or its products. Um, two basic types of oil tankers, crude and product, blah, blah, blah. <sighs> but yeah, like so shipping, like big, big boat. Which, I almost hate to say it, but they know that it's powerful enough to pierce a tanker uh, hole. Because it has. It has happened. Yes. Or. So maybe there was a Clowitzer well, related oil We know how these professors spill. work. You know, they're, they're always like trying to see what kind of objects they can break. You know, you think. Yeah, they might have just gotten a professor, segment of tanker hole. Who's the, who's the, who's the XY professor? Sycamore? Some kind of French guy. Probably way into culinary arts. Wow, wow. <laughs> Professor Augustine Sycamore, yes. Um, Augustine? Augustine. Augustine? Augustine? Augustine. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know he had a, a first name, but I guess professors do. Um, what's his, what's Oak's, Sam, Samuel Oak? Professors have a life outside of school, Brayden. Yeah, uh, this one is certainly uh, dating, I, I think. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think Sycamore was probably our, our first hot professor, um, mm. or around there. This was maybe close to Pokemon Go coming out, um, but yeah. Uh, all this to say, my assumption would be that Sycamore got a hold of a chunk of oil tanker ship and said, "Hey, try shooting this, huh?" And it punched a hole through it. Punched a hole right through it, and he said, "Hey, uh, I will." Um report back to my military backers who are funding my research yes. and let them know that I'm going to need Clouds more salvage for more Pokemon tests. <laughs> and also they can use uh, Cloudser yes. to interrupt enemy shipping lines. Yeah, exactly. Um, wow. No, I don't know what happened. Like, you must have been hit by wild Pokemon. That happens. Yeah. It was a crazy world. Yeah. The, the wild world of Pokemon. Remember when you were 10? I have to, ima- <laughs> I have to imagine that clouds are... I don't know what it's normally shooting at. Mm. Presumably not tankers. Yeah. But if a shot goes wide and happens to graze one, oopsie doodle. Yeah. Or, you know, it's it's a it's a Seedra a or some other Pokemon that Ooh, isn't a steel type, you know? Sorry. That's, You've uh, been vaporized. <laughs> Yeah, that's <laughs> or something. Bolt pierced pierced at know. least. Pierced um, at, at yet, yeah. Uh, but you know, maybe it's not all of its shots are are at that caliber. Perhaps. Mm. Uh, yeah, it may be able to control the intensity of its. I blasts. mean, it, it must because the Pokemon that I've uh, put up in battle against it haven't. Are, been they're still alive to tell the tale. So, <laughs> yeah. Um. But okay, yeah, uh, powerful, powerful stuff right off the bat. Um, tanker holes, beware! Either tested in, in a lab or uh, happened to witnessed in the real world, or or there was a big oil spill in the Pokemon world, and they don't yeah. send uh, ships down that canal anymore. Although I'm not <laughs> sure which waters are real safe for tankers in the Pokemon right. world. Right? Yeah, there's a there's going to be more than just Clowitzer that are going to be cause problems for you yeah and honestly um i would hope that oil isn't uh too much of a uh prominent uh energy source in the pokemon world but who knows yeah you know they, they got uh pikachus to make power with what are yeah they, what do they I, need oil for i know they're big into coal um at least in the the diamond and pearl games oh yeah that's true and there's the, the 
I mean, there's a Pokemon that's literally just yeah. like a cart full of Roly coal. Coley. Yeah. Um, I didn't play too much of Brilliant uh, Pearl, Shining Pearl, the Pearl one. Um, but when I did, the first gym leader was like, I'm the gym leader of the coal mining town. I'm going to teach you about how coal mining works. I was like, oh, cool. I'm good uh, on that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was, it was kind of wild. Uh, I've got black lung. Yeah, exactly. It's like, we're going to go into the coal mines. It's like, uh, do I have to? <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather, I'd rather not. Oh, gosh. Um, anyway, uh, we know we know what it can shoot, but tell me how, how uh, Clowitzer uh, gets around, Will. Well, let me, let me tell you. Y version says, By expelling water from the nozzle in the back of its claw. See, we see it the, the what? The nozzle. <laughs> Please. Excuse me. The nozzle is calibrating. Uh by expelling water from the nozzle in the back of its claw, it can move at a speed of 60 knots. Wow. I'm pretty sure we've looked up knots before on this show. I don't remember what they... Yeah, uh, I think it's a pretty pretty uh, solid conversion, 60 knots. It's probably to, pretty dang fast. It's probably going to be like, well, you need to know about nautical miles and it's, uh, they're different. It's, and a, blah, blah, blah. it's almost exactly uh, 69 miles an hour. 60 knots nice so that's pretty nice um, um pretty quick so you'll see here will on on the sheet i've got a a picture of the back of cloudster's big claw and i'm looking for the say, nozzle i would not describe it as a nozzle <laughs> as you said earlier when describing its look it looks more like a vent yeah perhaps maybe that qualifies as a nozzle i'm looking up the definition of nozzle now which is something i've Hope to do for my entire life. Um, I feel like... <laughs> a cylindrical or round spout at the end of a pipe, hose, or tube used to control a jet of gas or liquid. So, I mean, unless that entire, like, back plate, ring? that back yeah. blue plate is one big nozzle and those, like, vent things open up, yeah, presumably. Which has to be the case, I guess. Yeah. Which, I guess that's the nozzle. It's kind of a huge nozzle. The thing it's, is a nozzle. The whole back of the gun is just one big nozzle. Yeah, and it can just jet itself around. So it's got massive propulsion out the front, massive propulsion out the back for speed. Yeah, this is a very handy multi-tool device. What's the fastest fish, Google? The Pacific sailfish, uh, which, according to Johnson and Gill, this is Australian Dot Museum. Sure. Has has been clocked in excess of sixty eight miles an hour over short periods. So, so close to okay. to Clowitzer, actually. Yeah. Um, Clowitzer has a real life counterpart who is uh, an aquatic animal that is nearly that fast. The, the Pacific sailfish. Um, I'm gonna have to see if I can find a video of it of it going fast. Just sailing along. Yeah. Um, presumably with uh, without a nozzle. Um. Braden, I saw a video of somebody catching a bluefin Atlantic tuna recently and pulling it up onto their boat. And is that a, I is that a big one? Fully thought it was fake. It was so big that I was like, oh that is one thousand percent fake and I looked it up and it was like, Yeah, these things can be twelve feet long. They they put them into such small cans, you never imagined tuna to be uh, as big so as they actually are. Big. They can get so big. It's bananas absolutely bananas look up atlantic bluefin tuna they've been fished uh, to extinction and back they're doing a little bit better oh, now it good. seems like but holy smokes um they're massive anyway yeah. probably a lot slower than uh clowitzer 
they're prized in part because they are extremely fast and powerful, and that okay. I think means that they're like mostly muscle and they have a lot of good mm, meat on them. Yeah, which I'm gonna assume is probably why. Well, it's probably why Clauncher's claw meat is so good, but probably Clawitzer mm, yeah. too. Um, Who knows what kind of like bizarre internal workings are inside that claw that oh, don't, are allowing don't it worry. to produce we're, cannonballs and vents. And... We're, we're going to find out, actually, oh, um, great. in a little Fantastic. bit. Um, I'd love to hear that. But first, tell me, I guess, how it how it shoots. I guess they're going to try and, try and take this tack again. All right, here we go. Ultra Sun. It compresses the water it has sucked up and then projects it with enough power to punch a hole right through a thick sheet of iron. Yeah, which is often what tanker holes are made of. I was going to say, that kind of goes hand-in-hand with the tanker hole thing. That makes sense. Thick sheet of iron. Totally. Now, I didn't do too much physics, but can you compress water? Yeah. A liquid? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Sure. Uh, USGS.gov says water is essentially incompressible, especially oh, under normal well, just conditions. kidding. <laughs> Yet, in industrial in industrial applications, water can be tremendously compressed and used to do things like cut through metal. Well, which is there you it? go. That's how that's how like essentially yeah they use okay. like water jet cutters. Have you ever seen videos of that? Maybe that sounds kind of speaking familiar. of wild videos on the internet, like yeah. compressed water cutting through metal. It's just a, a little jet that they can like program to move around in very exact shapes <laughs> and make very like exact cuts and stuff. This, uh, um, but it's just water. It's USGS.gov article. One of the one of the headlines for their paragraph says it is hard to quote put the squeeze on water. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard, but you know what? Clowitzer can do it. Yeah, if you fill a sandwich bag with water and put a straw into it, when you squeeze the baggie, the water won't compress, but rather will shoot out the straw. If the water compressed, it wouldn't push back out of the straw. Incompre- incompressibility is a common property of liquids, but water is especially incompressible. Its lack of compressibility helps to push water out of water hoses, handy for putting out fires, water pistols, uh, handy for bothering dad, and in artistic water Ooh. fountains, handy for relaxing. In these instances, some pressure so is essentially- applied to a container full of water, and rather than compress, it comes shooting out of an opening, right. such as the end of the hose uh, or thing. So when you would try to compress it, it is much. It puts all of that energy into just launching itself. Right. Um, when I was seven years old, water's incompressibility caught me in big troubles. What are you talking? Who's writing this article? <laughs> I don't know. This is turning into the podcast, though, because I'm very curious what that's about. I was, um, yeah, we don't. We, so what you're telling me is that there's basically like industrial grade equipment inside of Clowitzer's claw that does its best that in 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 their best efforts to compress water makes it shoot out that much more forcefully. Um, yeah. So there's some like hydraulics and like real intense stuff going on inside there that's allowing it to propel which you know for water to be able to pierce a thick sheet of iron and like sink a tanker there's obviously got to be something going on right some Um, kind of mechanical workings in there that are yeah that are compressing the water like they say but not not really compressing very difficult to do but yeah uh, enough that they can project it so powerful for for a sheet of iron uh, to be punched right through, um, right through, which is 
scary. Uh, because that's, yeah, a Pokemon with a, with a, not just a gun for a hand, but like a cannon. Like, I mean, uh, have you ever used like a pressure washer? No. You can hurt um, yourself with those things, you know? Yeah, it seems. Pretty sure a friend of ours like sliced his finger open in high school with a pressure Ooh. washer one time. Yeah, I believe it. Um, I have seen some of uh, some gameplay of Pressure Washer Simulator. It's supposed to be good. Um, look, looks fun. Very satisfying. But uh, not um, not the game to include flowers around. I guess it, it, presumably it could control the pressure to, to some extent. And <laughs> it might just demolish whatever building you were trying to clean. Yeah, it's uh, it's quite possible. Um, but yeah, uh, why don't you tell me exactly? All the inner workings. What what's in that claw? Well, what's what possibly oh could be making this thing I shoot water so powerfully? I cannot wait to find out. Yeah, Ultra well, Moon. Here it is. Its right arm is packed with meat. Okay. <laughs> when its pincer falls off, it's exported to be used as a cooking ingredient. Oh, okay. Sure. Gather those up. If they fall off, which they do, apparently. Yeah. You still, it's apparently still quite good to eat because it's yeah. getting exported as a delicious. It doesn't say it's delicious, but I'm inferring that, I guess. I mean, I'm looking in there. You can see in that claw. I don't, I'm not seeing a ton of meat. It is packed, Braden. <laughs> Where's the packed. water go? <laughs> Where? How is it compressing all of that water? How is it achieving this industrial grade uh, feat? I'll tell you how. Meat. It's meat. That's how. Asked and answered. That's what we love here at Beyond the Falls. <laughs> it's just a thick slab of meat, and it's these are, squishing all that water. These are entries from the same generation of games. This is both <laughs> Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. It's like, what? Yeah. how? Yeah. It's just meat in there. It's meat that is so so organized like arranged that there's like uh you know maybe i have no idea maybe what they're trying to say you know the 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 workings of the interior of that claw may still be complex mm-hmm. but it's all edible right and it's all tasty so <laughs> yeah. when they say it's packed with meat what they're really saying is there is a a high density of eatable stuff inside of that claw right Right. And it happens to be very complex and delicate machinery, but it's made out of meat, and you can eat all of it, and we are going to. And, yeah, no, it's we are explicitly going to. When its pincer falls off, it's exported. We don't leave that lying around. We no, there's no question. Right. Um, Clowitzer isn't doing anything with it. We are taking it. Yeah. And exporting it as a food product. And we can't shoot it ourselves, so we're just going <laughs> to... We I haven't mean, District 9 this one yet, so... That feels uh, like you, you could, though. Like, uh, I don't see what what exactly the rest of the, the Pokemon is doing to, to operate this claw. Like, It's only... Okay, in a couple of the images you've had, you have here, you can see that it's only connected to that big, enormous arm by this little, tiny, noodly like forearm like, yeah like, that's what's... like extremely thin and does not look like it would have the strength to hold up that claw yeah no not at all like this claw is dragging the rest of the pokemon behind it like, right yeah uh it's tenuously connected to this huge water gun that is just filled with meat yeah well and but apparently it falls off, which means that it's presumably regrowing that entire massive right. thing. Right, like like all like all shellfish, 
and, and crab, at least in the Pokemon world, like the, the claws just fall off eventually. Um, yeah. Maybe, Maybe the other claw grows into the big gun, like like it did with oh, maybe uh, they pistol alternate. shrimps. Um, yeah, that was a pistol shrimp thing. I don't know if it, I can't remember if it was, if it was a clauncher thing. But I think that might have well. just been a pistol shrimp thing, but still. Yeah, um, yeah, I just just imagining that that huge gun falling off and just like the clauncher would just be so helpless. I would think. Yeah, that's how that's, would it even feed itself? You really got to lay low then. Maybe it can. Maybe its other claw grows pretty quick to at least like clauncher capabilities. Mm, yeah. Before before full on you know howitzer mode, but or it's like I can tell that my arm is gonna fall off soon, so I'm going to uh, kill a waylord that I can yeah. eat healthy off of until right. my arm is grown back. That I can eat healthy off of and live hide inside. <laughs> like... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that I can eat my way inside of and use as shelter until my new howitzer arm has grown back. Oh man. You remember when uh you remember when Whale Lord uh hooked up with the Pharaoh's daughter or girlfriend and we 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 entombed it in, in the coffin full of Clowitzers <laughs> and then it came back with superpowers. You were, you were so ready to, to make a mummy reference. <laughs> Listen, you brought up the whale lord, and it just was like, oh, okay, just like the mummy, just like the mummy. <laughs> anyway. Oh man, um, you got to watch the mummy two now, Brayden. I it's got more Anuxuna Moon in it. Yeah, I really, uh, I think she she deserves her due now that that uh, Emotep got his shot. Um, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I want you wanna... get more of her, and you get uh, probably. Also, some more racism. I don't know. It's been a minute since I watched that one. Yeah, 1999 to 2001. I don't think there's a lot of progress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But on that that front. But anyway, uh, packed with meat. Absolutely jam-packed with meat. Used as a cooking ingredient. It seems like... They don't seem as, like, emphatically excited about it as they were for the... um, I feel like that could be the whole meal instead of merely mm. an ingredient. Right. You know, if you, this four if you foot that, long steak. Yeah. Basically. You lay that thing down on the table and be like, all right, dig in. That's kind of the whole thing. Yeah. It's like, all right, time to make this into a sandwich. Like, I mean, it's a 70. They said the weight is 77.8 pounds on average. And I have to imagine that the claw is making up. At least 50, at, 60. Right. Exactly. So, so we're looking at. <laughs> they, they're not kidding. Packed with meat. Right. Um, but yeah, you know, we we export it as a cooking ingredient. So, all right. Let's uh, let's keep going, I guess, and, and see what, what these other entries got for us. All right. So next up is sword version. After using the feelers on its oversized claw to detect the location of prey, Clowitzer launches a cannonball of water at its target. Hmm. Well, you know what? can't see too well um since half of its field of vision is probably entirely obscured by a giant claw by its own claw so it makes sense that it has these giant feelers coming out of it which i I guess are just good sensory organs of some kind right that makes uh who knows what what data they're picking up um you know it's kind of well that they waited until sword to acknowledge this but yeah, it, it's it's obvious. Like as soon as they brought it up, like oh yeah, no, it probably can't see anything. <laughs> like right, I hadn't even thought about that. But yeah, it, it's 
literally 50% of its field of vision is it's it's doesn't even really make sense that it has an eyeball on the right hand side of its head because yeah. like it would it might be as well like have an eye patch basically but I guess that supports the notion that maybe the other claw will grow into the howitzer arm mm. when the other one falls off you know right, so then right. you need the eye on the other side um so it's detecting the location of prey uh somehow with these maybe it's you know sharks can pick up like electromagnetic fields or something and yeah you know, there's like all kinds of wild it, it, sensory it can, stuff that critters can do it's got nerves in there it can it can feel what what the those, yeah, those touch i suppose it can oh. feel movement in the water and, and whatnot and um, apparently reacts quickly enough to wheel around the gigantic arm cannon to then blast that prey into oblivion well so now <laughs> if it's Lots this of cannonball of water. notion that Plautzer can control the intensity of the blasts. Mm, right. Because as you say, it would obliterate. If, okay, <laughs> I'm shelter. thinking that maybe the feelers can like detect things even if they're not literally physically touching them. And that mm. it's picking up the location of prey that are some distance away. Which would okay. explain why it needed such an enormous projectile weapon because if you can just like feel it with the feelers it could probably just grab them with that ginormous claw and like (laughs) you know okay but you're saying like maybe maybe the 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 feelers can like kind of send out send off waves and Mm -hmm. almost there's some kind of sonar thing going on right right it's detecting you know movement in the water 60 feet away and then like blasting it with i was thinking more like arm cannon like a like a trap like a trapdoor spider or something like you touch Mm. it and then you get blasted Um, yeah and then you're dust (laughs) yeah which like you said hopefully presumably they control the blast uh to an extent that they don't they leave something that they can eat Huh. Or maybe it just like it literally does kind of blast it down into its component parts, and then it uses its nasty little shrimp mouth to yes. eat up all those little tiny parts. Yeah, it is a very very non discernible mouth um, there. So that is kind of how you know shrimp and a lot of things in the ocean eat is just like eating. Yeah, even you know, even whales like you know eating krill like super. You just it doesn't matter how things. big it is because it's all just floating around in the water. You just eat it. Um, there's something called marine snow that's basically just like skin cells mm. just like whatever random organic material and detritus that are filtering down to the bottom of the ocean from the critters that live higher up and all the low down nasty uh, weird critters that live in the dark are eating right. all the marine snow yeah all the all the uh organic materials that the pokemon up there are accidentally dropping <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly exactly just Purely through accident. And then Clowitzer <laughs> is like a shrimp that wants to eat all that stuff but doesn't want to wait for the stuff to fall off of the other Pokemon. Mm. So it just reduces animals to marine snow with right, its enormous right. arm cannon. Or maybe it's uh, its feelers can detect the marine snow falling down and then blast straight up in that from the trajectory <laughs> yeah, right. and snipe. You know, like, like Clauncher was sniping birds out of the mm-hmm. sky um wow okay oversized feelers on its oversized claw it can, it can detect prey so yeah it's we know it has the power to obliterate prey um mm-hmm. but it can it can detect prey it can also, indeed um, detect their location as quite, well quite capably let's uh let's keep going all right next up is going to be shield version clowitzer's right arm is a cannon that launches projectiles made of seawater Shots from a Clowitzer's cannon arm can sink a tanker. Okay. 
pretty yep. straightforward. Um, not even toying with the pretense of calling it a claw. It's right arm is a cannon. It is a cannon, <laughs> right? It is for all intents and purposes a cannon. I suppose you could grab something with it, but um, yeah, that's not what it's for. <laughs> right? It's for shooting. It's notably it's it's more than a cannon because it can expel water from the back. It's, yeah. it's a jet. It's a jetpack right. and a cannon. Yeah, a means two in of one. conveyance and a weapon. Right. Like I don't know why it even needs the shrimp attached to it. To, to <laughs> but, uh, but that's that's cloud, sir. Um, Projectiles made of seawater is weird. It's weird it's, that it doesn't just say it launches seawater. It's specifically launching projectiles that are composed of seawater. Also weird that they specify seawater. Like, yeah, it's just, I, I imagine it's working. Freshwater Pokemon, I guess. No, I don't. I don't shoot tap water projectiles. You <laughs> get that? Um, That'll clog up my whole system. It's no yeah. good. It's gonna gonna taint my my claw meat. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> gosh, uh, and they can sink a tanker, which we assumed because it can punch can holes punch into in tankers, them. which is that's, that's what that'll typically do. A, a means of, of sinking them. Yeah, <laughs> to my knowledge. But okay, let's 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 hop into to Scarlet and Violet. Ooh yeah, it's time for new stuff. Scarlet yeah. version. I've been reading so many Scarlet and Violet entries. Um, and how has their quality been? They're pretty high on the the factual range. Like we're getting a lot of habitat and prey interaction. Nice. But we're lacking so far from what I've read. We're lacking in the the astonishing section, which mm, is sure. Here, More here are my notes. Potatoes, kinda. What, what makes a good entry? We 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 hash this out. Where it lives, what it does, what it eats, how it interacts with others. It's pretty good on all those fronts. But the last point we had was what makes it uniquely astonishing. Like. Mm. What is it blasting holes through? And <laughs> exactly, yes. <laughs> and and that that seems to be a little lacking so far. What is it capable of shattering? Right. Um, but but here it uh, seems seems pretty good. Uh, we're uh, we're gonna get a little bit more into how how that how that cannon be working. All right. So Scarlet version. Clowitzer can move through the water at a speed of sixty knots nice. by using gas inside its body to expel water from the back of its claw. So There's gas in the mix now. Yeah. Um, we're back to the gas. There was gas last time, too. You know how Wario kind of launches <laughs> with the gas? <laughs> yeah, it's gas-powered. It's gas. It's it's farting its way around the water at 60 knots. It's it's still a water jet, but it's gas. Where's there room for gas in there? It's in the packed meat. with meat. <laughs> a butt's meat. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I mean, listen. There's a lot of uh, very specialized, essentially machinery inside of that arm. Yeah. Yeah. There's a. There's you know all of the various hydraulics necessary to compress the water that it's firing, and also the gas, gas that it's using to expel water out the back. Yeah. You'd think you could use the same mechanism, but whatever. Yeah. It's different. You know, yeah, we got gas in the mix now, um, which we knew was in the mix with, with Clauncher, as we made uh, plenty of true uh, fart jokes last episode as well. Hey, you know, you got to take those where you can. Listen, I'm just going to leave them on the ground, lying there, waiting. It's, those uh, low-hanging fruit are just as tasty. <laughs> you can't assume every mention of gas is referring to uh, farts exclusively, but... I can. That's what we're doing here at Beyond the Ball, so deal with it. 
as as <laughs> as, uh. as, as Cloudster uh, farts its way around the water at a solid sixty nine miles an hour. Sixty nine miles an hour with farts. Sixty sixty nine fart power. We are scientists and journalists. Donate uh, at kofi.com <laughs> slash beyond the ball. <laughs> Uh, we earned it. Uh, we sure did. We sure did. <laughs> let's uh, let's do our last entry. Last um, entry. We we got from... the money already. So we, <laughs> let's just finish this up. This is pilot version. It says the cannonballs of seawater that Cloudsera launches from its claw are powerful enough to punch through tanker holes. I yes, I, I knew that. No, you thank you, Violet. Already. See, it feels like uh, more recent games, like Sword and Shield. Sword had some some interesting stuff, and then Shield was kind of a, a retread. Mm-hmm. Scarlet here had some interesting stuff, and then Violet was a retread. Right, so, yeah. Maybe it's just them kind of hedging their bets, like, oh, we, we do got to keep some of its core facts in one of these entries. Bring for, back for Ruby and Sapphire. Mm, That's yes. the stuff right there. Absolutely. Also, yeah, Sun and Moon. Mm-hmm. And, and Ultra Sun and Moon. Like, I just... I'm so we're so blessed that the Sun and Moon entry or generation had four entries for for a lot of oh Pokemon. my gosh because they're um, all high quality yeah yeah they they were really popping off uh, that that era but we're we're in a new era what this is our era now well what oh what, what, what do we what do we say for 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 Plowitzer? Mm. Um, um an enormous cannon attached to a redundant shrimp <laughs> any an enormous Cannon slash jetpack. That's exactly what I was going to add. A cannon slash jetpack. Uh, an enormous mouse. That's not how you spell it. <laughs> an enormous uh, cannon slash jetpack attached to a redundant shrimp. It farts around <laughs> at 69 miles per hour. Good stuff. That's good stuff right there. There we go. There we go. Um, okay, yeah. Cloudsir, an enormous cannon jetpack attached to a redundant shrimp. It parts around at 69 miles an hour. Just sinking ships and, uh, I don't know, kissing lips. It's trying to think of something that rhymes. <laughs> I guess it could, maybe. Uh, yeah, it's got that nasty, nasty mouth, though. Oh my gosh, I, I forgot. Um, I totally forgot. Uh, I'm going to send you on Discord. Pokemon Snap, they got... This one, Cloudwitzer was, was in the the new Pokemon Snap, um, and so it has a has a photo dex entry. Oh my goodness! We gotta read. Let's let's see what let's see what uh, the the mirror dude has gotta gotta say real quick. All right, here's our Pokedex or our uh, you know photo, photo dex. dex entry. Cloudwitzer are very territorial, and they're known to fight fiercely among each other. The cannonballs of water that they launch from their claws can break through walls and shatter big boulders. Yeah, it's not as impressive as, as the tanker hole. Sinking but tankers. It is also, interesting it, to note that they are territorial and fighting with those cannons with each yeah, other. Yeah, there was a... Because uh, I think some of the photos you take of them, you you, you see a couple in a, in a gunfight, basically, just shooting <sighs> each other. and That seems like it would be a short fight. Yeah, um... Yeah, totally. Also, you 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 can get one to to blast a hole in a rock wall to get an alternate course going. Mm. Um, so dropping some some key gameplay hints in in this entry. Oh right, yeah, break through um, walls and boulders. Yeah, yeah, they they fight fiercely among each other. Um, so 
they it, not not a hundred percent not totally obvious from from previous entries, but they 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 are a little aggressive. They they, yeah, they get territorial. They, they feisty. Also, uh, I've got a there's a trophy um, for 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 Cloudster specifically in Super Smash Brothers for the Wii U. Um, I'll, I'll send you the this is the the NA North America or I can't it maybe doesn't actually stand for North America, but the the NA trophy for for Cloudster in uh, Super Smash Brothers for the Wii U. Okay, so this says, Clowitzer's right claw is so massive, we wouldn't be surprised if you thought it was this Pokemon's actual body. The name Howitzer Pokemon is no accident. It can pierce the hull of a ship with the watery cannonballs it fires. Unless you've got a water gun that can match that, we'd suggest skipping the water fight with this one. Yes, thank you. (laughs) Thank you for... um, telling me not to get shot by <laughs> a howitzer a howitzer pokemon um i did appreciate the 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 the, the shift to watery cannonballs mm, um, yeah rather than you know cannonballs made of water or whatever but it's kind of kind of interesting um yeah also i just uh, enjoyed the fact that they uh implied can... that you could get shot with one <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> And also just acknowledging, like, hey, I know that looks like it's actually the body of the Pokemon, but it's yeah, not. Um, not not according to our entry, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> um, maybe 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 that's a little rude to 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 Cloudster's body, but they didn't tell us anything about its body. I was gonna say I didn't hear any facts about it. I don't know what it's bringing to the table. Seems like nothing. It eats prey, but uh, it could probably eat that with with the claw. Who knows? Mm-hmm. It's meat in there. Okay, what's uh what's our humanity score for the Howitzer Pokemon? I don't know, one. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, it's uh, I mean, the fact we, that it's called the Howitzer Pokemon. We use the Howitzers, and we also punch holes through tankers that we want to sink. Yeah. In in war. But I don't even know if if Clowitzer does that it, it, unless you know. It, it wants it seems to. to co- it seems to come up a lot, but it does. It's often discussed, but it seems like that may have just been a thing that happened that everyone was like, "Whoa, it can do yeah. this!" Holy cow! I guess uh, is that is that enough to give it a two? We gave Clauntra a two, but um, well, if we gave Clauntra a two, I feel like we could give Clauntra a two. I don't remember why we gave Clauntra a two, but maybe just guns. I can't remember why did we. Yeah, give it, to- it is guns. It is have guns. Yeah. Um, sure. Sure. Why not? Well, you 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 can have it too. It's uh, it's it's enough of a super animal that it kind of supersedes the rest of the animal kingdom, I guess. But I don't know. Compared to Pokemon, this is pretty average. Yeah. Two it is though. So deal with it. Um, deadliness hmm. seems pretty high, especially yeah. If the as the photo decks implies, they are fiercely territorial. Yep. Exactly. Uh, Even if they're only fiercely territorial with them each other, you know, it's like they're shooting these cannons off all the dang time for yeah. them each other, for, you know, catching prey. And I have to assume they're not accurate 100% of the time, so mm-hmm. people can get caught in the crossfire. I'm thinking I like mean, an eight. Yeah. We're talking about an animal that lives in the wild that's just shooting off a howitzer. Literally for everyday uh, activities like that's yeah yeah that's pretty dangerous. I'm a little bummed. Like we we got 
how powerful the shot is, but we didn't get any like firm metrics on how fast it travels or how mm. far. Yeah, um, I would have liked to know more about distance. Just the tanker hole. Yeah. Um, we got a firm metric for how fast it can uh, jetpack around, but yeah. all, all the same, I, I I feel like I saw an 8, unless yeah. you can no, argue I think for higher. Totally, but. No, I, 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 I mean, I don't want to go higher. I think 8 is, is good. I think 8 is good, too. Okay. Um, companionship. Uh, <laughs> mm. How often is that claw falling off? Oh, uh, yeah, good point. How much do you like having uh, a literal cannon at your... Yeah, I don't think so. If it if it gets, you know, agitated, if it's, if it's sort of... Uh, territorial, Territorial yeah. streak gets activated, it's just gonna... It's just gonna, you know, lash Which out you know, with that cannon. It's like a biological thing. Like, like even, even dogs who are, yeah. you know, can be very much domesticated. Like, if they get into, like, a this is mine and you're trying to take it from me mode. It like, gets ugly. It can be, it can be bad. Um, if your clawitzer isn't well-trained, it's going to obliterate your house and probably your neighbor's house and probably some people. <laughs> I mean, certainly a good companion. If you want a living cannon, <laughs> that's your thing at your, at your side. But <laughs> this is, this is the, the danger of, of shifting the, the pet worthiness scale to the companionship scale, I guess. Like it's, I think uh, this is, I think, I think this it's is still pretty, pretty low. low. And the fact that it's like, maybe this is, uh, you know, unfair to arthropods everywhere, but I just don't think I want to be friends with a shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Like, you're a giant bug. I, eh. even, even as a Pokemon. Still not cute enough. No, I'm sorry. You're a <laughs> shrimp. You're a bug. No, thank you. Right. Um, we gave we gave Clauncher a four. Mm. I think it and goes down. Does it go all the way to one or or two? Yeah, maybe like a two because it might be your thing. It's got that meat. Like it's got that meat arm. You, you think three? You think three is too high though? I think I think given the risks, <laughs> I think a two is <laughs> reasonable. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, two two it is. And that's Cloudsir. Uh We did it, and yeah, we'll uh, we we we've we've hung out in this episode for for probably too long at this point. Um, so we'll we'll wrap things up here. We will talk about a new Pokemon next episode, though. Um, we don't know what it's going to be yet, which is always exciting. I'm sure some people would appreciate a podcast that like just did them all in order or something. But I. I uh, Hey, that's not uh, how we roll. I love uh, I love being being random, Wall. It's uh, it's 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 fun. It's just the me. generation we were born into. All right, don't worry just, about it. Just let me have this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that next Pokemon for for episode one eighty three will sound like this. Um, so feel free to take a take a guess, um, take a a shot, if you will, in the dark at what that might be, and find out next week. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it, and uh, like like I said before, if you do want to support the show, you can throw throw some 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 bucks at kofi.com slash beyond the ball. And thank you to PokemonDB.net and Bulbapedia for all the the useful info I grab, and Partyfish Media, of course, which is our podcast network that we are a part of. You can find out more about them at Partyfish.media. Um, what uh, what's uh, what? How do, it's time to go, Will. What do you what do you say? Um, build a better tanker.
Yeah. Um, you can't, yeah. you know, you can't be transporting oil around in this world in some flimsy, thick iron tanker. That it is just, it's just not going to cut it. Yeah. Diamonds tankers for all. <laughs> um, That's my platform. If Minecraft has taught me anything, <laughs> make it out of diamonds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, until until our, our diamond-studded future is a reality, my name is Brayton. My name is Will. Go beyond the ball. Media acknowledges that it operates and records on indigenous Duwamish and Puget Sound Coast Salish land that is still home to the Duwamish tribe. This land is stolen in violation of the Point Elliott Treaty of 1855. We are committed to uplifting the name of these lands and community members from these nations who reside alongside us. For more information on this land, its people, or ways you can help, visit duwamishtribe.org or realrentduwamish.org.